Take me out to the crowd. Buy me some peanuts and cracker jacks. I don't care if <coughs> I get Jackson. I just noticed the record light is on. Yikes! Well, let's get started. We can edit that out. Welcome to season three of Hey Black Child the podcast. This season is full of stories you want to hear. Basically, a history we all deserve. We also want to hear from you this season. At the end of each episode, we want to hear from you. That's right. Call five one three four four five two two three two and leave a voicemail with your Black History fact, and we will share it on the show. Say your first name: Avery, city, Cincinnati, age ten. In fact, that's it. Oh, and please keep it under thirty seconds. All right, let's get into season three, episode one. Today we are going to talk about the Negro Leagues. A lot of our information is from the Negro Leagues Baseball Museum. It is the world's only museum dedicated to preserving and celebrating the rich history of Black Americans baseball. And it opened in 1990 and is located in Kansas City. When COVID is over, we should take a trip there. Hey Siri, text mommy. What do you want to say? Can you add the Negro League Baseball Museum to our summer 2021 plans? Okay, it's sent. All right, that should take care of it. According to the NLBM, Black Americans began to play baseball in the late 1800s. On military teams, college teams, and company teams, they eventually found their way into professional teams with white players. On the last episode of season two, we talked about Moses Fleetwood Walker, who was one of the first to play in the major leagues along with Bud Fowler. However, racism and Jim Crow laws did not allow them. To continue, but of course they made a way. Black American baseball players formed their own teams, traveling around the country to play anyone who would challenge them. They called it barnstorming, finding other teams, basically saying, "You want a piece of me? Come on!" By the 1880s, they formed two professional black. Teams. The first known baseball game between two black teams was held on November fifteenth, eighteen fifty-nine, in New York City. The Henson Baseball Club of Jamaica, Queens, defeated the Unknowns of Weeksville, Brooklyn, fifty-four to forty-three. I don't know a lot about baseball, but fifty-four to forty-three is a really high score for that sport. It is. Immediately after the end of the American Civil War in eighteen sixty-five, more black baseball teams started to form. Many of the teams consisted of mainly black veterans on teams such as the Jamaica Monitor Club, Albany Bachelors, and Chicago Uniques. They started playing each other and any other team that would play against them. Their names were so funny. By the end of the 1860s, the black baseball mecca was Philadelphia, which had a large black population. By the end of the 1867 season, the National Association of Baseball Players voted to stop any team with a black player. Racism has touched every part of America. In some ways, black baseball thrived under segregation, but it was not equal. Black players were banned from the MLB, denying many. Baseball fans from seeing some of the best hitters, pitchers, and fielders of the 20th century. The best. 
You hear me? It is said that a gentleman's agreement among the leaders created the color ban against black players from the last years of the 1800s until 1946. Although these leaders rarely admitted the truth, but we know the truth. We also know that the first commissioner of Major League Baseball blocked all attempts of integrating the game. The second commissioner, Happy Chandler, was open to integrating the game, even at the risk. Of losing his job as commissioner, he later said in his biography that he could not tell black players they couldn't play baseball with whites when they fought for their country. Now that MLB is trying to right their wrongs. Yes, some big news, but I am not sure I understand what it means. Good news is we have a friend that can help explain it. Let's get him on the phone. Hello. Hello, may I speak to Mr. Josh Harrison? This is Josh. Hi, Mr. Josh. My name is Jackson, and I'm here with my sister Avery. Hello, and we host a little podcast called Hey Black Child, the podcast. We are working on an episode about the Negro Leagues, and we are wondering if you could help us. Wow! Thanks for reaching out to me. I would be happy to help. Great. First, can you introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about how baseball has played a role in your life? My name is Josh Harrison, and baseball has played a huge role in my life. My brothers and my parents tell stories of me being around the age of two or three at the dinner table. I would have a fork as a bat, and my brothers would ball up a piece of、um, tissue or paper towel, and that would be the ball. And I'm at the dinner table having them throw to me and using my fork as a bat. So at the age of three, I've always wanted to play. And fast forward, the age of three is when I started playing. I was the smallest and the youngest on my t-ball team at the time. But in order for me to play. They told my mom she had to coach, so I was a three-year-old, and my mom was my first coach for t-ball, and that kind of got me started. But as I mentioned, I was always the smallest guy on the team, even at that age. So the motivation for me, I knew at a young age that the size didn't matter when it came to wanting to play this game. I wanted to play, and I had fun doing it, so I continued to pursue it. So um. It's always been something that, at the age of three, I guess I was destined to play baseball, and I never let anything hold me back. Whether it was being too small or too young,、uh, thanks to my mom being my first coach. I played a little baseball back in my day. Maybe one day we could meet up for a game. <laughs> Name the time and the place, and I'll be there. I sure hope we can make this happen one day. We have one more question before you go. We just heard about the MLB Negro League announcement. Can you explain what that means? To see the MLB Negro League announcement was cool. To have those guys acknowledged as major leaguers is something that was long past due. Those guys paved the way for history just as much as anybody else. And to take a step back and you know re- realize that was something that I don't take lightly. Because as an African American baseball player playing in the major leagues, we have special days where we you know honor the Negro Leagues, where we wear uniforms or. You know, wear special patches, and these are cool ways to to acknowledge it. But even for me, I, I kind of take it to heart because back then in the Negro leagues, a lot of players wore baggy pants and wore them to their knees. So I wear my pants cut short at the knees and a little baggy as a tribute to those that paved the way for me. So when I saw that announcement, I was actually excited and ecstatic because growing up, I had heard various stories of. You know, players in the Negro Leagues. I've been to the Negro League Museum in Kansas City, which is awesome, by the way. 
if you get a chance, I would hope you guys could check it out. But um, it's something that has taken time to be acknowledged, but something that we don't take lightly because, you know, we really are represented in it. And I'm very glad that it came about. Thanks, Mr. Josh. That was very helpful. We really appreciate you coming on our show. We know you are really busy. Take care and good luck next season. Bye. Thanks for having me and keep up the good work. We can't leave without shouting out the legend Jackie Robinson. Some people say Mr. Jackie was selected because he was strong mentally and a good ball player. The right man for the job. We salute you, number 42. Women also have their place in the MLB. Drop the knowledge, sis. Miss Tony Stone was a pioneer for women in pro baseball. She was the first woman to play professional baseball regularly in major men's professional baseball league. And hot off the press in March, Bianca Smith will begin her new role as a Red Sox minor league coach, becoming the first black woman to serve as an on-field coach in major league history. That's awesome. I didn't know that. Keep swinging for the fences. That's a great place to stop. HPCP friends, thanks for listening. If you want to support what we do, then share, subscribe, and follow us on Instagram at hey underscore black underscore child underscore podcast. You can also join our squad. We know. We share a lot of information every episode, so check out our website weekly for additional resources. You can also text 513-445-2232 to share feedback or show suggestions. That's all for now, but we'll see you on the next episode of Hey Black Child!